0: We've heard stories for a really, really long time, but the official line has always been denial.
1: You know, maybe had extraterrestrial origins by coming in on an asteroid and crashing into the earth or something. Yes. I've I've heard theories like that that, you know, in that sense we might all be somewhat aliens.
0: And I look up and out the window I could see this huge triangular-shaped thing hovering above the house
1: in the 10 or 12 feet between the house, I saw this flashing red light. Um, and I looked over at it, and it just, like, flew off into the sky. Wow. And I'm like, what the hell was that?
0: It's all just a simulation, and we know it.
1: Do to another Kitchen Sink Microscopy, and uh, don't forget, you should hang out to the end because we write our own music, it's pretty awesome, and you can get it at patreon.com slash ksmvidcast. I'm Casey Rochefort.
0: Oh, oh and, and I'm Eric Rosenblatt.
1: Uh, uh, where,
0: were you, you going to join us at some point? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was reading there. Uh, what, what were you reading? Uh, the Field Guide to UFOs. Hmm. You know, uh, they've kind of been in the news lately. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a whole lot of stuff actually that, in fact, it, this is kind of a big deal that that very few people are talking about. But um, in a sort of not really official way, I guess the the uh, the U.S. Navy is one of them. The Pentagon, some some other government organizations in the U.S. have have kind of admitted that that the phenomenon is a real one um
1: yeah um and i think there's even like they're they're declassifying or they're admitting that they've heard from commercial airline pilots that strange things have been seen too yeah
0: yeah it's i mean the thing is we we've heard stories for a really really long time but the official line has always been denial like oh no there's a rational explanation for that it's it's not you know spaceships or something like that it's just weather balloons or uh, ball lightning (laughs) or something like that there's always an explanation which honestly having looked into this a lot because this is this is a subject that's kind of close to my heart um uh, yeah i'd say like 95 percent of of those sorts of ufo sightings are some sort of terrestrial normal everyday sort of thing. Um, but there's some of them that don't have that kind of explanation. Um, so it's it's rather interesting that to, to see that that there's a military um I guess the, the military sort of kind of I guess being a little more open about those things. And now we've seen there. There've been, I guess, what was it, 2017? I think that that uh, some video footage was unearthed um, of fighter pilots trailing some kind of weird object that was going, you know, moving at speeds that should be not possible with the technology we have today. And in fact, I guess the pilots even said in their uh, reports they they said something about there being a second craft that was. Diving in and out of the water and uh, yeah, it's really interesting and wasn't it making like 90-degree turns at Mach 3 or something. That's like totally impossible. <laughs> like, yeah. And just... Yeah, and that's the thing like it It, it was I would I don't want to say defying the laws of physics, but it was at least Doing things that if you were inside that you'd be turned to hamburger it, 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 so, uh, it's so It's kind of interesting and, and it makes me think because there i've read some things well i've read a lot of things about ufo's and aliens and stuff um but one of the theories was that the 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 engine that drives these craft I guess let's just say that it's a, it's an actual thing um that they uh, use some kind of interdimensional propulsion <laughs> where it, instead of just pushing through three-dimensional space like we have, you know, our, our normal aircraft do, they kind of like jump from, from place to place by, by slipping through the fourth dimension or something like that. And, mm. and that kind of brings me to the thought, like a lot of people think, well, they must be aliens from another planet, which, which is, I guess it's possible because now that we've, we've studied things and, and looked, basically every star has planets around it. So I guess it's possible. But what if they're not from another planet, but from another dimension? Hmm. Just they're from here in, in the solar system. It's just like another dimension over. Um, that's a thought that's yeah. occurred to me. Could, that's kind of that's
1: an interesting one. Yeah. Um, I mean, years ago, I thought about writing a a book about. Um, it, it was it was going to be like. And this has probably been done a million times. It was going to be about some spaceship that goes to another planet or whatever, and starts to populate it, and and it turns out that that's how humanity started or whatever. You know, like we're actually from another world and we just forgot or something. I I don't I don't remember what premise I was going to use to explain it all away, but I was thinking um, of this idea of space travel that was like. You, um, I don't know. It, it like accelerate the particles to such a degree that they like expand and then contract, and expand and contract, right. and like move across space that way, like without needing massive amounts of fuel or the ability to like you know exceed light speed per se. But you just like make it so that you're taking up more space in less amount of time. I don't know, like, maybe weird things like like that would be possible in some other dimension or...
0: (laughs) Sure, people have hypothesized things like, excuse me, like a a black hole drive or something like that, that you could utilize that to move very quickly. Of course, the amount of energy required is kind of staggering. I don't know that that's a practical, portable thing you could have. Um, But yeah, there's... uh, there's a lot of potential possibilities there. That oh, hi, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's it's certainly fun
1: to think about and, and try to think of like uh, scientific plausibilities and things like that. Um, you know, I tend to be more on the skeptical side of things, but I do admit that um, the presence of alien life elsewhere in the universe is uh, a far cry more likely in my opinion than like a deity or you know what what most people consider the idea of a deity to be
0: um yeah you know, it's and very
1: possible that there is an actual deity that's just an
0: alien that's, <laughs> you know? that, that, that's what i was going to say and we, we probably should that, that might be Something that could be its own episode. Actually, we—oh, we, it certainly could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and the idea of their—I kind of—I I like the idea that you'd mentioned earlier about there being, you know, human human beings being kind of like seeded here by, or maybe maybe they crashed here a long time ago. Spacefaring people exploring, and they crashed, and here we are. That yeah. we well, could be I a mean,
1: product of that. There's um. A theory that's—I mean, not that out—not that out of this world, uh, no pun intended—that uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like some of the bacteria or whatever that kind of integrated with our, you know, our development and you know, contributes to our digestion and all that stuff. You know, maybe had extraterrestrial origins by coming in on an asteroid and crashing into the Earth or something. Oh. Yeah, like I've I've heard theories like that that you know in that sense we might all be somewhat aliens. <laughs> but... well,
0: that's very possible. I, that's an interesting theory, actually. I I like that. Yeah, yeah. That. <clears throat> I, I oh, and I just remembered something um, when I was talking about uh, the interdimensional travel and all that. Um, it's something that's really hard for people to wrap their heads around this whole like fourth plus dimension kind of thing, but there's a brilliant book that everybody should read. It's really small, easy to read, and it illustrates this concept perfectly. And it kind of makes it easier to to imagine something beyond three dimensions. Uh, it's called Flatland by Edwin Abbott. And so it's a really old book, but it, in in Flatland, Um, there's people, of course, as the name implies, they, they live in two dimensions and that's all they know. And a three dimensional being kind of like enters that world and interacts with them and stuff and chaos ensues. It's really, really interesting book, but everybody should read it. Hmm. That's That's my book uh... recommendation. (laughs) That's, yeah, that's very interesting. That's
1: creative. I like that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's it's a good. It's a good Because the thing is you, it's really hard to imagine those sorts of things um, and this takes it down below us so now we can imagine that and and then By extension kind of imagine upward by by taking that kind of logic and applying it in the other direction so it's, it's pretty cool um, so, so you mentioned that this is you
1: know, a very close personal topic. Why don't you uh, speak to that a little bit?
0: What is it yeah. that makes it so personal? Well, okay. <laughs> it's gonna, uh, this will be a bit of a story. Actually, there's two kind. there's a story and then there's kind of just um, uh, retelling something that my mom told me. Um, and maybe I'll start with that. So many, many years ago, uh, my mom uh, told me, about a time when I was just a few years old so I could barely talk and you know not not very uh not very advanced yet. Um so we were staying at uh my grandparents' house in Gig Harbor and it's pretty much out in the woods. There's at the time at least there was just trees everywhere and stuff. So this that that's where their house was. And um I was sleeping in a bed in like a a guest room or whatever. And I guess uh, my mom said that uh, in the middle of the night, she was awoken to me like screaming, screaming super loud. So she came rushing in thinking like something awful was happening, right? And she came into the room, turned the light on and I'm sitting up in bed looking at this giant window that looked out into the darkness. So there's nothing out there, because it's, you know, it's dark. Um, but I'm pointing at the window. And my mom was like, what's going on? What Are you OK? And, and all I said to her was, Owl Hurt Man. And hmm. she's like, well, I don't know what that was. But then you know, I went back to bed, and everything was fine. And thinking about it years later, I was like, what, what was that? What, why would I say that? Huh. And, I, you know, it sort of connects to this kind of in a way because I was thinking, you know, if you're a little kid, what what sort of terminology do you have at your disposal? If you're trying to describe something weird, was it like a Yeti or a ghost or a just somebody walking around? Well, it was dark, so I don't know how I would have seen it. Or was it an alien of some sort? You know, the, the classic greys, like they kind of huh. look like owls. And I don't know. It's a really weird thing. I, I It gives me chills thinking about it. I don't remember that incident, but it, it's kind of freaky. Yeah. Uh, The second one, uh, this is much more, uh, concrete, I guess. Um, probably, I want to say it was probably 1996 somewhere around there. Um, I was living at my parents' house and in, um, so for, a, for a, a time leading up to this particular incident, um, I would wake up in the middle of the night with this sense that something was watching me. You know, that like weird sense. But it was like really intense. Like I thought for sure there was something out there, out the window looking at me. So I you know, was freaking out about it. it.
1: You're being attacked by a gray right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it's a, a friendly attack. Um, so, um, but I had this, the, it was every time, the same time, every night I would wake up with this feeling I was being watched and kind of this feeling of terror. Now, keep in mind, I'm not prone to any kind of psychological disorders or hallucinations or anything like that. Like that, that kind of thing doesn't happen. Um, so this is what makes it so unusual. Um, but at any rate, I, an, uh, one night, another one of these nights, um, I woke up, same sort of feeling, and I was kind of freaking out. And I had this clock radio by my bed, and I would listen to classical music and stuff like that. So it was usually tuned to that station. And to kind of calm myself down, I just turned on the radio, and it was static. And I was like, uh, you know, freaking out even more at this point. So I start tuning it thinking, oh, it just got off, off track or something. The whole FM band was static. Everything was static. There was no radio at all. And as I'm fidgeting with this clock radio, I saw a flash kind of off my peripheral vision. And I look up, and out the window, I could see this huge triangular-shaped thing hovering above the house, like drifting very, very slowly. And it had a light in each corner and a light in the center that was kind of strobing. Uh, in a really intense way. And and it was just drifting away from the house. And eventually it kind of went over the trees and disappeared, just gone. And um, and I watched it the whole time. It was like, you know, just riveted, like, oh my God, what is this? And then I sat there for a minute thinking about it. And then I got up and I went downstairs and my dad had woken up and was making coffee or something like that. I was like, "Dad, I just saw some kind of craft floating above the house." And he's like, "Oh, you were just imagining things." And so, I, um, you, you know, you just thinking, "Oh, you're just dreaming" or something like that. But no, I mean, that was a real thing that I actually saw. He's part <laughs> of the cover-up. <laughs> exactly. He must be one of the Men in Black. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! It's in my family. <laughs> um, but it was, a, it was a rather unusual experience. And, and the funny thing is after that, well, after that, I did actually go to the library and grab every book on UFOs that I could find and read them and studied a lot of stuff. Cause I thought, I don't know what this phenomenon is, but this is a thing I saw and I want to know more about it. Um, but the interesting thing is after that, that was the last time I saw anything like that or had any experience like that. It was really weird huh so did d-
1: yeah i you know when when I was in i don't know the fourth grade or something eight 90, something like that uh I was sitting on the couch reading a book, and uh you know we had this kind of um you know um the house like protruded out into the front yard a little bit, so it was like windows all around and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like surrounded by windows with my, with my back to the windows and out of my peripheral vision and the window right next to the neighbor's house, you know, in the, in the 10 or 12 feet between the house, I saw this flashing red light um, and I looked over at it and it just like flew off into the sky. Wow. And I'm like, what the hell was that? What <laughs> the hell could be that tiny and flying quietly like all I saw was a light though I don't know what shape surrounded it or anything I just saw a blinking red light fly up into the sky and disappear and uh who knows uh this is way before drones I mean at least before we knew about drones I guess so it's possible that they were uh, in production, just like you know the cell phone was actually made in the seventies, but nobody knew about them until yeah you know, like the eighties and even well, then it was a rare few so you know it 's possible that drones did exist back then i 'm not denying that, but you know it is weird
0: yeah well that that is very strange, and you know yeah you, anybody could sit and come up with an alternative explanation to to everything um mine would be a little difficult um but, but yeah. <laughs> um in your case, you could say, well, what if it was an RC helicopter or something? But it is interesting. And having looked into this, you know, I read a lot of books that that had people's personal accounts of things that uh, happened to them and that they saw. And this is not a rare phenomenon. A lot of people have seen stuff in the sky. And not only that... It, it, It's not just a matter of seeing craft in the sky or strange objects or lights or whatever, but people are, there are tales of people actually interacting with beings and uh, being taken aboard and stuff like that, the abduction stories and everything. And um, it's fairly common, surprisingly.
1: Yeah. You you know, the one thing that uh, I'm wondering about, though, just talking about our, our respective, uh, experiences is that, you know, let's assume that when people see these things that they are actually things, you know, Mm -hmm. and they're not just products of your imagination. Um, why are they so diverse in shape and size and, you know, the way people experience them? Sometimes there's flashing lights, like, uh, sometimes there's just bright lights. Sometimes there's no lights, they're spherical, they're, you know, uh, flying saucers, they're triangles, mm. always with the triangles. <laughs> <laughs> so, so why, like, if they were aliens, um, I, it, the probability would state that it's likely to only be one alien species that would, we would be interacting with, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, if, if they're coming from another star system or something like that. Right.
1: So why would they have so
0: many different ship styles that would just well, that, be it, it, I guess imagine if uh you could explain that um by saying something like well we have the same thing there's a diversity of aircraft that we have um and a diversity of of beings that, you know humans and stuff we look different and and things like that so it, it sure, kind of but
1: but we're not like we're talking about sending some somebody out as an ex- exploration or whatever. Why would you send like a huge diverse fleet of things?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and not oh. just
1: like a scout ship or something, right? Yeah, exactly.
0: That that that's a good point. And I, I guess it sort of lines up more with the interdimensional theory that what if there was, say, a another parallel planet full of these beings and they somehow discovered a way to slip through into our dimension and explore. Well, they'd, you know, they'd come in all forms and maybe they're coming from a couple different places. Who knows what another universe or a parallel dimension would, would look like. So that's kind of the, that's the angle that I sort of lean to is like, I don't think that it would be like space aliens or, or explorers from another planet. I would, Think in this sense, given the information, especially the propulsion systems, uh, that it could possibly be something from a, a, a parallel dimension. Um, the the type of propulsion that it that sort of it kind of uh, uh, falls in line with that theory, I guess. Um, yeah. If you can if you can command uh, some kind of interdimensional propulsion system, well, then of course you could slip between dimensions easily at that point. Yeah. So I don't know. And and I, and again, it's like, I don't really know what it is. I do know for a fact that there's something weird, some weird stuff going on that isn't imagination. Um, You know, if, if that thing that I saw was my imagination, if I just hallucinated it or something, well, why haven't I hallucinated anything else? Why just that one thing, you know, That one time, and why was it so specific? It's very
1: weird. Well, you are under this delusion that you have a YouTube channel, and uh, (laughs) you go around telling everybody that you've got all these awesome episodes. And uh, yeah, I hate to break it to you, but uh, you're imagining that stuff. (laughs) It's
0: it's all just a simulation, and we know it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, so why don't we why don't we talk
1: about the other, uh, you know, just as possible ex explanation that these are just um, maybe I don't know Russian experimental craft or um, you know even our own government but then then why would they be like hey we don't know what's going on either well
0: so. <laughs> it's a secret of course and that is a possibility there I mean there's a lot of really unusual things that are being developed um, you know area 51 I, I don't want to get all like Area 51, but you know, that is a thing. It's a, it's a research facility. Um, and there's several others, not just in the U S but across the world developing really experimental systems. So yeah, it totally could be something and maybe it ties in with something else. Maybe the whole abduction thing is real and there's some sort of, I don't know, product of MK ultra or something that you're like causing people inducing hallucinations, using some kind of Energy, I don't know, microwaves or whatever, uh, to to conceal that. That's a thought. Um, but yeah, I think that a lot of the things that people seek, absolutely. In fact, all of the weird UFO, a lot of the really strange UFO sightings throughout like the fifties and sixties were actually experimental aircraft. Um, yeah, and probably to this yeah. day, uh, I don't know, like the
1: the SR seventy one Blackbird or whatever, like. Yeah. Look, that was one super weird and people were like what the hell is that? The um, F117A too, you know, that the Yeah. Uh, yeah well, the, and oh then man. you know drones like mm-hmm. uh say I did see a drone in 89 or whatever. Uh like that certainly would freak somebody out like yeah. Or, you know, imagine you're in 1950s suburbia and a drone drops an Amazon box on your front porch. You're probably never going to leave your house again. You know? <laughs> exactly. But, but now we, we just see these things in the sky and we're like, oh, somebody's got a drone. Mm-hmm.
0: Whatever. Well, yeah, and, and, and the whole, like, Roswell thing, I think could be possibly explained as it being some sort of experimental project. The whole recovering alien bodies. Well, they did use dummies in some of these experimental aircraft, for obviously for the purposes of, uh, you know, testing for human occupants and things like that. So, and if it's a secret project, well of course there's gonna be, the military's gonna show up and try to reclaim it and keep it under wraps. They don't want that getting out because, you know, the communists or something might discover it. We were, it was a big deal back then.
1: Just because something is a secret doesn't mean it's the secret you think it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. There, there, there are different explanations for things, um, but there's still a few outliers that kind of defy that. There's things that can't really be explained that way, or or haven't yet been explained that way, and and I think that's the stuff that's the most interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, this leads into all kinds of weird subjects, um, you know, talking about experimental programs and things like you could go into the Philadelphia experiment and uh, other such things that are really interesting. Um, so yeah, I mean that there's so many things, I don't know. What, what, what's your take on it? What do you, what do you think? So
1: while I, I think I was starting to touch on this, but I got distracted. I, while I think it is certainly possible that there's other life out there, I find it highly improbable that there would be any interaction between our two worlds. Um, You know, and I'm just speaking about our dimension and space travel uh, as, as we understand it. Um, When it, when it comes to the whole other dimensions thing, that's to me, that's just like theoretics and stuff like that. We don't, we don't have, you know, we've, We've not gone exploring other dimensions, mm-hmm. but we have gone exploring space. So we, I think yeah. we can speak to that better. Sure. Um, and we know it's a thing. So mm-hmm. the, the vastness of space is mind staggering. Yeah. Uh, like like people, people are so used to seeing not to scale drawings of our solar system and think that, you know, there's this equidistant <laughs> kinda of tiny gap between each of the planets and that's it, but it's you know there's the massive most, and that's yeah. just our solar system. Oh and, exactly. And we've been exploring these these uh planets in our solar system bit by bit and you know we've been looking at Mars really hard, trying to find you know some kind of anaerobic bacteria that we can be like, woohoo, there's life and mm-hmm. <laughs> we haven't even been able to really fully discover I mean, liquid water. Even uh, we're yeah. getting close to that, but you know, <laughs> it's it's things like that that are like really exciting and cool and, mm-hmm. and fun to think about the the possibilities of what is out there. But that said, I I just don't think we're being visited uh, because if if we were, I think it would be too hard to keep secret. You know, I yeah. I think I, I think they would be like. Trying to be like you know if if I traveled millions of light years to make contact with a species and they were trying to keep it secret from the rest of the people, I'd be like, I came all this way. I I want to be known. I would just go make myself known to the people. You yeah. know, like I would just walk down Fifth Avenue in New York and be like, Hey, I'm an alien, what's up? <laughs> you know who's <laughs> gonna stop me? Yeah, I'm well that's a good point. so I can kick your ass.
0: Yeah. Like I that. That's an, absolutely and well. So, so how would you explain, assuming that's the case? How would you explain the vast number of sightings that people have had? All of these things that people have seen. Um, where does that come from? If, if it isn't if if it isn't like space aliens, then what is it? Mm-hmm. So. Putting aside the large number
1: of obvious hoaxes, mm-hmm. um, there's plenty of, you know, type one and type two errors and reasoning, um, you know, the, the mind fabricates patterns, um, you know, it's, a, it's an evolutionary throwback that helped us survive in, in the fields and in the, in the plains when there were predators and stuff like that.
0: It still <laughs> helps us survive today. <laughs> It, we just exactly use it differently yeah and and it has its flaws, yeah, certainly there could be um things yeah. that don't exist that are imagined as a result of that, yeah, you know, or so remembered differently, let's right,
1: say. and and it's not even that something doesn't necessarily exist, it's just that what you're seeing is being interpreted incorrectly, yeah, or because you know like uh, if you see like um a meteorite enter the atmosphere, uh you could easily be like is that some kind of lit up spacecraft or, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of different things. I I mean, I don't know. Things could even bounce off the atmosphere and do some kind of 90 degree thing at at a massive speed and, and look like it was doing crazy turns and was some kind of lit up ship, but I I don't know what altitude these sightings were at. So.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, (laughs) the the military ones were like at sea level. Oh yeah. So, there's a little unusual there. There's, there's a lot of accounts, actually. There's some that um, are even more fantastical than that. Um, Yeah. I I really don't know. I I mean, I, I agree with you that a lot of stuff could be um, the product of the way our brains work when, when you're not fed complete information, you know, there's holes in things. So you fill it in. Um, and what you fill it in with is imaginary. Um, so certainly that could be a thing. I, I don't. know. I kind of. I, I guess I. I don't know. I. I really don't know what it is, but it. It still fascinates me to no end. I, I can't yeah. get enough of that.
1: And and like when it comes to uh, abductions, mm-hmm. I've always thought you know especially these days when we have pretty advanced scientific testing, wouldn't it be possible to do some kind of forensic analysis on these people who claim that they've been probed in some way or exposed to, you know, an alien in environment, you know, cause, um, I mean, let's face it if they're brought aboard an alien ship from another planet, their, um, optimal breathing, uh, atmosphere conditions are not going to match ours very likely, sure. right? You know, like the, the, uh, concentration of nitrogen, uh, and oxygen and things like that would probably be different if, if not vastly different, like different components altogether. Yeah. yeah so things like that, been, that would, yeah. you know, probably be detectable in your blood, you know, the, I, yeah. and there would and be, be ways to see, I think. Oh, yeah, uh, but, and, and, I don't know. Something definitely weird happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't know that that's actually, maybe that's been done somewhere and I haven't really heard about it, but that is something that probably should be done if somebody has these kinds of claims. The, the thing is, I think a lot of uh, science in general is a little resistant to studying these kinds of topics because they see them as a little bit woo. Um, hmm. and, and a lot of people are not, it takes them a long time to come forward because of the stigma attached. If you say, oh, you know, I was abducted and probed by aliens, people are going to make fun of you. So some, some of these people never come forward or they come forward decades later and say, well, yeah, this thing happened to me. Yeah,
1: well, um, I, I get that. But, um, I mean, there's ways around that. Like, if I were abducted, I know that, people would think I was crazy if I said I was abducted, Mm -hmm. but let's say there was an anal probe, you know, just (laughs) throwing, throwing out the, the, you know, the, the, the tried and true anal probe. Mm -hmm. Um, there would probably be some, uh, rupturing of the anal lining or something. Yeah. I would go to a doctor and be like, there's some pain in my rectum. Can I have this checked out? And they'd be like, Okay. You know, and they'd look in there and they'd probably be like, what the hell? Uh, what, what, what kind of hobbies do you have? And and you know, um and I'd be like, well, what is it you're seeing? Like, what, what, what do you think could have caused what you're seeing? You know, and, and just start with no assumptions and don't give people any ideas and see what they find, you know? Well, like, and, and, you know, then then they have to like come up with an explanation, and then you can be like, Well, I didn't mention this at the start, but I did have a weird experience. And then, you know, you, you can build people into it. Sure. You, know, you don't have to come out and be like, Woo, I saw an alien, and it hooked me up and it stuck something in my butt, and now I can do the math. Well, I, and- I don't,
0: and that's good advice, actually. I think that that's probably something that a lot of people don't think about, that they don't, people don't generally think. In such logical ways, especially if you've had some kind of traumatic thing happen to you, that's true. Um, so, so for for the future, I think this is this is good advice for for anybody that's had a similar experience. Try that, like go through that process immediately. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. I, I have in reading uh, some of the books that I read about abduction experiences. Um, th- People have been studied, and some strange anomalies have been found. Um, obviously, I, I, I rented those from the library, so I don't have them at my disposal. Uh, but yeah. there were some studies conducted, and I think a few times, strange, unexplainable things were present. Um, but you know, it's been a couple decades since I've read those books, but I do remember that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Huh. And, and and I think maybe the, 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 those two experiences kind of get put together in the same box, and maybe they're not the same phenomenon. The whole abduction thing versus seeing UFOs, I, I think it's very easy to say, oh, well, that's the same thing. But there's no evidence for that. In fact, there's not a lot of evidence for any of it um, other than people's experiences and the occasional photograph or you know the leaked military video from a fighter jet which uh, that was really interesting by the way and it's not just yeah. the us there's there's other countries there was I saw a video um, I think it was the Mexican Air Force or something released a video and it, it there were they were trailing a series of aircraft over the ocean and that was a really interesting one too so huh. yeah I, I think uh, this is a Massively interesting topic. I, however you believe on it, I think everybody really enjoys the, yeah, the topic it, of UFOs. It is, it is fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I, I'd like to hear people's stories on this. Like if anybody's had the same, same kinds of experiences or, uh, you know, you think you've been abducted or you've seen a UFO. Um, you know, I'd like to hear it. Um, because to me, this is, I, I love this. It's a really big deal. Yeah, uh, even being
1: a skeptic, I still really enjoy these kinds of stories and topics. Um, it's it's just fun, you know. And I'm you know I'm a Star Trek fan, and you know like some of the coolest episodes. Like like one of the coolest episodes had to be that one where everyone was like really tired, and weird stuff was happening, and like time was disappearing, and then they did the like a sleep study basically. And they were being, like, sucked into this, like, weird dimensional hole thing and these, like, things, like, Mick Jagger was wearing some alien costume oh. and, like,
0: yeah, the clicking. Yeah, like, yeah. more <laughs> clicking when they, oh, that scene. Dude. That was such a creepy episode. It was so oh, good. Oh, man, that wigged me out so much. Oh, that was, yeah. a, that was a good one. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, like, <laughs> it's fun.
1: It's, mm-hmm. you know, there's no harm in, in uh, playing around sure sure if an idea and you know if it is true how cool would that be like other 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 species that we can um make to feel like shit and try to control and you know
0: (laughs) i think it'd be the other way around uh judging based on their technological advancement but yeah i mean it would be really interesting that's it i hope i really seriously hope that it is a real thing and there are beings from some other place, whether it be another dimension or another planet. Like, I, I really, I, I wanna see that in my lifetime. I, I just, that'd be, except, wait, okay, no. Not if it's like War of the Worlds or something where we're running and getting vaporized by them. Like, and I don't want that kind of scenario, you know, maybe, maybe a, a little more friendlier one. Like if it's Vulcans yeah. or something, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. You, uh, you certainly don't want to just up and vanish. That would really suck. No, that would be terrible. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I don't know, I guess, I guess with that, that that might be all the time we have for the day. So, uh, if you've got some UFO stories, uh, that you want to share with us, that would be really awesome. Uh, we'd, we'd love to read, uh, about those and maybe we'll, maybe we'll do a show and have you on and you can, you can talk about it and, uh, we can theorize what might have happened. Um, but in the meantime, why don't you like and share and subscribe? That would be really awesome of you. Uh, we're on social media. Find us on Facebook and all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, thanks for deep-sync diving with us. And, um, you know, have a good
0: night. And what, what the is going on? What the?
1: Okay. Um I guess they took him home. All right. <laughs> I guess that's that. See ya. <laughs>